just a quick warning, listeners, because Rise of Skywalker is still in theaters, this review is going to be full of spoilers. So if you have not seen Rise of Skywalker, uh, hold off until you've seen it, and then come back and give us a listen. Is a bad romance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, welcome in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> the romance that nobody wanted, but everybody saw coming a mile away. Yeah, and that even disappointed Raylo fans. <laughs> oh, it disappointed everyone. Oh yeah, you're, you're a Raylo. I'm aren't a you? pretty serious Raylo shipper, and okay. uh, I just want everyone to know from the beginning that if you were disappointed by this movie and the Raylo, how Raylo turned out, go ahead and check out on archive of our own just search for Raylo fix it fic right <laughs> and there are already dozens and dozens of better endings is for Raylo is there a way to fix um yeah All a genocidal <laughs> patricidal um like man child like I don't I don't know if there's a way to fix that per se without no, like no it's not fixing Kylo it's fixing <laughs> how it I, ends I, I like that you're reaching to fan fiction to fix a movie that is Fan fiction. <laughs> it is catering entirely to, fans, to like a the, very particular the, the, demographic the, the of fans. The most like fan fictiony fanfic. Um, <laughs> like, I didn't mind it honestly, but like should have just been like directed by Reddit and Wattpad. <laughs> <laughs> like written by Reddit. Written directed by, angry, by J.J. Abrams. Angry, angry trolls on Reddit. <laughs> Strung together by someone else. Um, yeah, so if you haven't figured it out yet, based off of the episode name or any of the context clues that we provided, yes, we are talking about... Uh, Star Wars, The Rise of Everyone. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Skywalker. Um, Only yeah. nine people die and rise in this. Nine people die and rise in this movie. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we've given you the spoiler alert with yeah, the klaxons ringing at the beginning of this episode. So you have been warned. If you've gotten to this point and you are somehow upset with spoilers, then that's Turn on you. Turn it off. Yeah, that's yeah. on you. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, n- neither Colin and I are super invested in like the Star Wars franchise. And, and well, I mean, there was a time when I was. So, so okay. when you were eight, let, let me, like I really loved Star Wars. Like I wore out those VHS tapes when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and then I was like a freshman in high school, and I saw um, the, the Phantom Menace yeah. in the theater. <laughs> And really got my heart broken and then decided I'm never trusting this franchise again. And I think (laughs) I'm better off for it. Because this movie, while like lots of people hate it, lots of people love it, like I was like, "Mm, yeah, it was okay. It happened. Yeah. Was that your take also? No, well, because I was like kind of on the other end where uh, the first Star Wars that I saw were the prequels. Like, because I didn't like like, grow up with Star Wars. Um, so it was like kind of like I saw them as they came out yeah. uh, and then like I don't think I saw like the original three until like college mm-hmm. um, just because yeah I mean the, the the prequels were kind of like oh this is like kind of 
pretty in moments and also I think for the time like the CGI was was pretty good was, was good for the time yeah. Um, yeah and you know I didn't have like the reference of like all of like the physical um, and practical effects of like, like Java and all of yep. like, <laughs> what made the world feel like more lived or, or in. like yeah, you didn't find like midichlorians to be the most like ridiculous and, like, <laughs> yeah. insulting world shattering yeah. insulting thing yeah. yeah my first intro to Star Wars was of it as a like sci-fi movie as opposed to like the space fantasy opera that it is yeah right. uh, and so like yeah i wasn't like completely like shocked and taken aback by like the weird like retconning of like what the force is Ugh. uh and so yeah i've never been like super super like gung-ho about star wars or gungan ho huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh about star wars and so i i yeah going into like even like this sequel trilogy um i was kind of like oh yeah this is fine this is cool this is you know it is what it is and um and i think that there's definitely a little bit of the nostalgia goggles that come with like having being raised with the original trilogy because when i was watching it i mean i was like it definitely has its flaws (laughs) yeah it ain't great (laughs) (laughs) and it's like yeah I, i mean i get like you know for the time like for what it was for what it did for like movies and what it did for like you know space and fantasy and you know like at like bringing in like as we talk about um in our um uh kurosawa mm-hmm. um star wars episode um on patreon uh, check it out <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming to patreon soon for you um uh, like bringing in the, these elements of like um these foreign like films japanese films and like kind of like um, bringing that into a media that was kind of like more palatable for American audiences. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, um, Space Odyssey yeah. was kind of vaguely like, quasi-religious. Like, take, taking like Eastern philosophy, wrapping it in the hero's journey and dressing that in radio. Stormtrooper tele- costumes. <laughs> but dressing that in like television serials from like the 1950s. Yeah. Or even yeah. the like radio yeah, yeah, so yeah, I I understand that um, for yeah for that time for, like for what it did like how impactful it was it's... and so um, I understand like you know why people would have that investment in <laughs> right. the franchise or, yeah, yeah but... like if if you're like twelve and your first like real thing of the hero's journey is Star Wars then like every version of the hero's journey is Star Wars yeah <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking about it and I realized that like maybe my second memory in my whole life is eating C-3PO cereal while playing with my Luke and Leia dolls oh, <laughs> right my first memory is bringing my sister home from the hospital when she was born <laughs> right did you make them kiss uh, I made them do lots of stuff <laughs> you know, it was oh my, not it was before we knew it was, it was, it was before. oh it didn't matter <laughs> Twincest. <laughs> oh, and I don't know if you all noticed, but my hair today, do you recognize what this is a tribute to? Uh, Leia in Return of the Jedi. Ta-da. Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm wearing her Endor celebration hairdo today. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, it was like, um, yeah, we got to bring back our costumes here. I'm so glad that everyone decided to dress up today. <laughs> we all, yeah. we're all Colin is a star killer. Like, I don't know how you managed to like bring that through the door. I know. Uh, I but that that's an amazing cannon. cannon. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Craig, I don't know how you managed to do it, but this um, the little droid, the, the little like, aw 
on a wheel droid with the the uh, new BB-8, like, the, yeah, <laughs> like baby BB-8 with like tilty head. I mean, you you've nailed this droid costume. <laughs> You're rolling really well. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's that's how I roll. <laughs> Yeah, so okay. I guess we should talk about this movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's almost impossible to do a non-spoiler version of this because in the first five, I mean, in the crawl, there's already three spoilers, and then in the first five minutes, it is endless spoilers, yeah, right? I mean, we. so was there any, like, inclination of, like, Palpatine coming back yeah. in the first two at the end of Rise of uh, at the end the of Jedi. the Last Jedi. There's a laugh which sounds like right, Palpatine. That's and right. So that like was that was vague, like the speculation, yeah. like oh, it's Palpatine. And okay. then they leaked it in the trailers, right? Right. Yeah, because right. they knew fans were going to be have thought, feelings about it. So get them out before they see the movie. Uh, yeah. Well, th- yeah. This also gets us back to like I, I just wanted to tell this story because it's it's ridiculous. Is that I was getting ready for to see Rise of Skywalker and Last Jedi was on Netflix and it was like it's Boxing Day it's like the day mm-hmm. after Christmas and I'm up like past midnight I'm sure it was past midnight watching this and I was like okay I'm tired I'll finish watching in the morning and then I get up in the morning and it's gone from <laughs> Netflix <laughs> like, I was three quarters of the way through it <laughs> like, welcome to the 2020 world of streaming media Disney subscribe Plus. to Disney Plus Disney Plus Disney Plus Disney Plus, yeah. Disney Plus, yeah. Disney Plus get Disney it on Plus, Disney Plus, Plus. <laughs> In retrospect, that's what I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was kind of like the the first thing that just kind of didn't sit right with me in this movie was um, this whole thing of like, oh, well, this entire time, oh. all of the voices in Kylo's head have been Palpatine. And, okay. and, like, and Well, because it was kind of like this thing of like where I enjoyed it more when it was like just like, Kylo just kind of dealing with kind of like the shadow of his past. past and being uh, haunted yeah. in less of a literal way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Of like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and okay, so if Palpatine was in Kylo Ren's head the whole time, why does he need Snoke? That's a good question. How well, uh, so Palpatine's back, how and why did he come back? They never really answer that. Uh, well, Palpatine there was like Snoke cloning had... tubes and Stop. stuff. <laughs> Yeah, like Alien Four, <laughs> Alien Resurrection style, yeah. like yeah. lots of new te- new Snokes. But no, really, like if he can already contact Kylo, why does he need Snoke? Well, I yeah. so I think maybe because <laughs> well, because we don't get a whole lot of background on Snoke. So this is me just kind of like filling the gaps in my own head. Of, Go for it. Like so, write it, fix it. So fix I'm it. thinking that like Snoke was there like before Kylo was like seduced to the dark side and like while he was still like training with Luke and all Mm -hmm. of that like Snoke was kind of in place to take control of like the first order and like the new empire Mm -hmm. and so that's like where what Snoke's role was was to be kind of like I guess Palpatine's avatar uh within like the new world order like the first order the first order and um (laughs) and taking control or like you know trying to take control of the galaxy even though um, we never really know what the First Order's, like, real goal Mission is. is? Or, like, yeah. like... Other than to, like, take control of the galaxy and, like, replace the Empire. Like, but if they're <laughs> the same as the Empire, they have the same ships, they have the same... Like, the First Order was just the Empire. And meanwhile, for 35 years, I, I was joking with one of my colleagues that um, I want to see this comic book series. It's going to be called Hanging with Pow. 
palp, right? <laughs> and it's 35 years of him, I don't know, hanging out underwater, assembling a thousand star destroyers, right? With well, a what workforce on a secret planet that no one can get to? Well, a thousand well, star destroyers that also each have a Death Star yeah. laser on them. Yeah, because well, yeah, I think they say like at some point in the movie that he just like literally just like conjured them through the force. Like that, so like, he, they, like they say that he like, like he like just conjures, like he doesn't. Even, they're not built; they're literally just like manifested. Through and where is he getting his the will and the force to and run the, these and the ships. and the metals <laughs> and the mining and the assembly? It's the force. It's, it's the, the force. force. Okay, great. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. So if he can do that, if he has that much power, he can build a thousand star destroyers, like as individuals. Why ships. does he need? Like, Why does he need anything? Or, or, yeah, Why does he want Ray dead but alive? <laughs> but dead but alive? But maybe both. To possess her and like steal her life force, but, but yeah, it's mm, weird. There's, okay, so there's so there's this, gaps. This, <laughs> there's, so, there's a couple of gaps. This all happens basically in the first five minutes. Maybe not the reveal of the fleet that he's been building for thirty five years. But the reveal happened. of like Emperor Palpatine is alive. Yeah. No, yeah. the fleet happens in like the first five minutes because oh, that's, that's like that's when right. Kylo because it's like literally Kylo going to. Um, I forget the name of the planet. The Sith oh, that's planet. right, Kylo. Like in Exodol. the first, like it, Exodol, maybe not yeah. five, but like the first ten minutes of the movie yeah. is like Kylo. No, that's like the opening, opening. of yeah. the movie is him making it to Exodol, finding okay. Palpatine, and then like him raising all like of all of the ships. So, right. so oh at God. that moment when they were raising, <laughs> five minutes. Yeah, I know. So okay. that was the moment. I kid you not, where I did. With my mouth, and I didn't say it out loud because I didn't want to ruin it for the people around me, but I did the um, Revenge of the Sith. No! <laughs> I almost got up and walked out at this point. Like, and just don't see the rest of the movie. Just give up here. Like, they've already shat the bed. <laughs> right? There are already so many terrible holes. Okay, yeah, we can keep going. So yeah. that's the first 10 minutes of confusing unnecessary not very not, well, with no internal well, just logic being like the trappings of star wars it'd be it, it again it's this whole movie is so much fan fiction it's just like oh let's just give the people what they want like yeah, they but... want to see a bunch of star destroyers they want to see the emperor they want to see like Fill in X, Y, and Z. Yes. Like, yeah. And that's how the movie spends the rest of The Rise of Skywalker retconning The Last Jedi for a very particular audience. Yeah. <laughs> a very particular Star Wars fan base. And that is like what, I guess, this whole thing of um, that trying to please everyone type mm-hmm. of mentality, but like not really like pleasing anyone. anyone? <laughs> because I feel like there are like, uh, you know, I don't discredit anyone that likes this movie or enjoys this um, because... Yeah, there are things that are again specifically tailored to be there, enjoyed there were by in Star this Wars movie fans. That I really liked. Yeah. All of them were just like, hey, that thing. Yeah. yeah it, it was all recognizable. It, it was all just like, hey, Lando's back. Or like, hey, this thing. This or thing. all, hey, yeah. this. Like, like, there was nothing like story wise no. that I really liked in this movie. There no. was there was nothing And there were no emotional stakes. Like yeah, I there was nothing emotionally that I liked in this movie. It was, it was, everything that I liked in this movie was like Hey Wedge or like <laughs> yep. Hey whatever. You know? <laughs> yep, exactly all little Easter egg fan service. Yeah. Yeah, like I came into the movie knowing that most likely Leia would die, most likely Kylo would die. I brought hankies. I literally brought, brought Kleenex to the movie because I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to cry. I'm ready to have my like episode nine catharsis. And again, after f- the first 10 minutes, I almost left and then never needed to pull out a hanky <laughs> because there's no emotional stakes. I think part of that is a pacing problem, which we can talk about later. 
Okay. Yeah. The, so, the, the pacing problem. Light speed skipping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my this God. movie is a lot of light speed skipping. Oh. Plot. So much. And, and my favorite yes. description of this, of, of the pacing issues of this movie, that they're, they're going from planet to planet to planet, and like, and like we're never stopping to breathe or explain anything, is that this movie is like watching um, somebody play a Star Wars video game, but they're skipping all the cutscenes. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> I like that. Yes. <laughs> well, there are a lot of questions coming out of the last Jedi that this movie tries to that the Le- last Jedi didn't answer that this movie is then trying to answer that like who is Snoke who are Ray's parents we're going back to this all the Rose Tico hate fan hate directed at that particular character um, where is Kylo's allegiance right so this movie tries to retcon what those answers those unsatisfying for some fans answers that you know um maybe Raylo's parents were um fuck-ups and left her and she's an orphan and the idea that you can have the force and you can be a nobody and you can be poor and an orphan and rise and be this wonderful figure no 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 which which, like i um again to talk about uh into the spider-verse once again of that mentality of like anyone can wear the mask anyone can be a hero like I love that so much and I really enjoyed that part of The Last Jedi of like yeah that was a great moment to see like oh hey no it doesn't have to be like this like one of these two yeah these two specific bloodlines of like yeah this like oh well like you're a pure blooded Jedi like that's just so like cringe kind of like imperialist (laughs) yeah yeah. yes yes I loved in The Last Jedi and and I also was not somebody who particularly liked The Last Jedi like and I liked Rose as a character mm-hmm. it was what they did with Rose in The Last Jedi that I disliked it, it was like that storyline of like this completely unnecessary trip to the casino planet to right. like like all of this was such a waste of time with a character who I was Really invested really in, invested right? Really invested in, like, when they first introduced her. I was like, oh, she's really cool. And then, like, we're going to watch her go on a journey that is really pointless. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like there's, like, this whole thing of, like, you know, particularly with minorities and, like, people of color within Star Wars, this whole thing of, like, um, we can only have, like, one at a time if we have <laughs> one at all. Yep. Because, yeah. like, in The Last Jedi, like, Finn was sidelined, like, mm-hmm. horribly. And in this one, like, Rose, Rose was sidelined, sidelined horribly. Yeah. Yeah. She has, and, like, two lines. Like, there's, yeah. like, a moment where they're, like, on a ship, and it's, like, Rose is a mechanic, but instead of, like, having her on the Falcon, which is having all of these mechanical yeah. issues, we have this, like, weird slug character that, like, never, like, What the hell was back. that? And, like, yeah. <laughs> and it's this whole thing of, like, there was, like, all of this, like, you know, rage about, like, uh, Rose's character, which was, um, there was a small part of that that was, like, a criticism of, like, how her character was portrayed, mm-hmm. but a large part of that was just, like, just like, this, like, an Asian, Asian woman! woman. Asian like, woman. Yeah. How are you putting women of color in my Star Wars? Yeah. 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 Like, how can yeah. we, we, how can we have women that are not, like, white, uh, straight, brown-haired, like, straight-haired <laughs> like brunettes. brunettes. Like, <laughs> like yeah. damn you. Like, damn you, Ryan Johnson. Like, this, How dare like, you? <laughs> How dare you introduce that And so, like, my... yeah, there was, like, a large part of it that was just that. And, like, yeah, there is valid criticism of how her character yeah. was written in that movie. Yeah. But the character itself was, like, had the potential to be something great. The character great. itself had so much potential. And, like, there was the thing, my biggest criticism is, like, they're looking for, like, this, um... 
like person who's like a code breaker like the benicio del toro thing like why not make rose the code breaker no benicio well, del toro was not the code breaker uh, they found the code DJ. breaker and then like yeah. they never they like found yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah why not make they did find the code breaker rose would be with them. that yeah. person why not yeah. yeah okay so i'm gonna quote jenny nicholson here who uh writes about this really well uh, this is a tweet she writes welcome to my game show it's a race thing is it a race thing <laughs> If a guy hates Rose Tico, and the main reason he gives is that she was useless, but he also becomes extremely angry at the prospect of her getting more screen time, it's a race thing. Yeah. That's it. That's the game show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they could have given her more to do in this. They could have, again, worked her in a way that was um, actually, like, kind of, re-envisioning or like actually like putting her in place in this movie but instead or, or giving just, her some agency yeah in but this instead movie. they just yeah. put her to the side yeah, yeah. And, and she's nothing to do she has no follow-up with finn whom she kisses at the end of the previous movie yeah. right but how does she come back we don't know i mean it's entirely i mean who knows maybe she's getting her own spin-off series to fill in the gaps but i doubt it yeah um <laughs> it's disney yeah she's not she's not and so to me this was like disney listening to reddit right here it is here it is is the retcon uh, for the kind of angry, toxic fandom as seen in Rose Tico. Yeah. I will never forgive this movie for that. Like, I'm sorry. I just, it, like, I, I almost left after the first 10 minutes and then this, like, you've got to be kidding me. How is this 2020? Yeah, and as much as I love, I love um, Jana in this uh-huh, movie, yep. but I feel like there was like, so it was like just the way that they handled Jana and Finn <sighs> felt yes. kind of weird too of like yes we get that they were both like stormtroopers at one point but then there's like this like and this is why it's complicated because like I understand that feeling of like being the only other black person in like yep. the galaxy <laughs> right. and I'm like sure there's like this connection but like the way that it was handled still just felt like off to me in like the way that they kind of but like but the way that it's so noticeable that they just, have like, to push the two black people together yeah, all the time it just, yeah they, it yeah. just felt off to me it just didn't seem like again this is like when you know <laughs> when white people like write about say, characters yep. of color and uh, it's like this weird thing where it like feels just like a little too on the nose it just feels like a little too like pointing at itself of like good for me we, like look at what I'm doing <laughs> yeah wait 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 so, so you're saying that the people of color in the writers room were voted down oh wait they weren't there in the first place <laughs> they weren't invited well the problem the, speaking of Jana again interesting character she's there to provide a potential love interest for Finn uh Poe gets his own previous love interest because, as I wrote in, no homo, right? (laughs) Because we get this tease. There was this big tease of there's going to be a, a, like, homosexual kiss, like, that happens in the movie. And And there's a And also, like, okay, so... Poe and Finn are yes. going to kiss. They're going to be a main character because like, we have to make it just small po, enough po and Finn are to kiss edit and then, it out in our markets where we don't think it's going to work. Well, we, we <laughs> have to make it possible to edit it out for the China release. Yeah, yeah. but they could have, yeah. they could have, so what happened, so two characters, both of whose names you have to like go to a visual dictionary to look up because yes. they're so unimportant. Because when, when, yeah. when the kiss happens, it's, if you blink, you miss it because no, literally. it's like, yeah. literally it's like, oh, the, that was it well because like, like i knew like i when uh the moment that like it happens like everyone's kind of like celebrating um and i knew that this was going to be the moment where it happened with like whatever background character mm-hmm. and i like was like i was at the alamo and so i was like signing my check <laughs> and i like look up and i like see that it's like the moment of celebration i was like i probably missed it and then 
and then yeah. well, and then it like happens like like maybe like ten seconds later, and I was like, oh yeah, I definitely would have missed that yeah. if I was signing my check at that moment. <laughs> And then Poe, and, and then in the foreground, uh, Poe and Finn come and embrace, right? Yeah. So, you know what? If you want to edit out for the Chinese market, just have the two of them kiss and then cut those 12 frames out and keep going, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. why does it have to be relegated to these, you know, I mean, it is uh, Which Captain I don't even think Darcy it, I, or whatever. I don't think it was edited out in China from what I've read. It was edited out in Singapore and I think in, like, um, uh, Maybe like Saudi Arabia, like mm-hmm. one of like the yeah. like um, like Middle Eastern countries. I mm-hmm. can't remember which one specifically. Um, but yeah, it was like edited out like there. But like I think China was like, oh well, we didn't even notice. It, yeah, so. we didn't even see it. Because <laughs> everything I had heard was that they were worried about China was the reason that they like made it that way, or made it so easy to lift out. Yeah, and it was. But it could have been Finn and Poe, and easy still. It could easy have to been Finn and Poe, and been just as easy to lift yeah, out. Anyway. And that's the thing too is like. Um, because as we know, you know, Disney is, you know, not not in any way, like, in control of their media. They don't really have, like, uh, you know, like, the ability to... They're just kind know, of like, improvising. Dictate, you know, how their, yeah. you know, how their productions are, like, you know, presented to the world. Uh, and so that's, like, the thing of, like, if it's, like, that small... Or you could actually do something of, like, hey, we're just going to do this. And <laughs> yeah. if you are going to edit this out or whatever, like, we can just say, like... It doesn't get to go into your market, but, you know, yep. money. But, but we also know that as, as much as Disney likes to uh, present itself as being progressive or anything, like, as long as that doesn't affect the bottom line, that's, like, <laughs> the Disney doesn't ultimately care about making money. That's, that's make, not their ultimate. Make Star Wars great again. <laughs> oh, God. Make Star Wars great again. Uh, oh. All right. Well, I feel like we haven't really talked about the movie itself. We, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so okay, so why don't we uh, why don't we talk about some of the things we liked? Yeah, because we talked about some of the things that are problematic. Should we okay. shift to not pure haterade? Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we, can, we can. I mean, I can. <laughs> I have a whole list of like forty things that well, I yeah, hated. So we get, so, like, but, like, yeah. uh, Kylo gets his new mask. Uh-huh. Kylo gets the new mask, which is which was really cool. Um, and I did like the um, the kind of the callback to the first movie uh, mm-hmm. where. They're talking about, uh, like, Kylo's talking about, like, the new, like, fleet that they've gotten. And then one of, like, his generals is, like, uses, like, conjurers and soothsayers. Yes. <laughs> and instead of, like, the force choke, he literally just gets, like, throws him up, up to, to the, the ceiling. ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a nice little throwback to, like, the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, like, the comparison to Kylo and uh, Vader... Mm-hmm. I, I feel like they, it doesn't fully track, but no. I don't think it's supposed to. No. Um, and I just, uh, Kylo's redemption. All right, we can yeah. get into, we can get back I, into I liked, things. But. I liked Lando. I liked I Lando like, oh, coming back. Yes. I liked Lando saving the day like yes. three times. Yes. Like seeing Billy D. Williams again, mm-hmm. like, oh, just Warmed so heartwarming. Heart. Just, yes. yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not really sure how in 10 minutes of screen time he was able to get that many resistance fighters to all show up at a secret planet that no one has the map to, but okay. Um, well, they sure. have like the, the path, okay. they had the way. This is the <laughs> yeah, way. This is the, way. <laughs> the force did it. Great. Okay, fine. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, Lando was great. They went to Burning Man. That was fun. They went to Coachella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Burning Man planet. I still don't really understand, but okay. Uh, I, I liked the little droid. I liked uh, the little like yep. one wheel droid. Like yep. that was fun. Yep. Um, and then I so. This is I, this is why I like everything leading up to the final moment with like Kylo and Ray of this kind of like thing where they're kind of like in each other's like mind space mm-hmm. and um, one line that I really liked was when she you know talks to him and she's like I can see the cracks in your mask mm-hmm. like I wish like something like that would which <laughs> so uh, I really I did I didn't enjoy again uh, until that very last moment of. Um, kind of like both of them are kind of being tugged from the ends that they're at, which is what, again, I would have loved to have seen an exploration into the gray side of the force as opposed to this like binary of like dark side, light side. All good, Um, all bad. Yeah. Yeah, As opposed to like maybe something in the middle instead of like, I'm all the Sith. Well, I'm all the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, So again, if you want to hear some stories that explore that, search for Grey (laughs) Raylo. Or Greylo, as it's also called. (laughs) Because it does it really well. But like the, the, I, I, kind of liked but also didn't like the moment where they're both fighting over the transport ship right and they're using the force to pull it back down and they're like we're gonna do and I was like okay this is kind of fun it's kind of like when they were fighting for the same saber at the end of um, The Force Awakens uh, The, uh, the Last, Last Jedi, Jedi. it's almost like that and then there's force lighting lightning and it's like oh great so raise a Palpatine well, and then yeah. Chewie dies off screen, but then don't worry because he'll be back momentarily. But I agree. Well, yeah, because they never like, they never show any of that. Like, there's one transport ship that they show, which yeah. I mean, I guess sure make have that be a surprise or whatever. But it's like we very clearly see like uh, them drag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, going back going back to what you're saying about the Force Bond and yeah, like, I, that was I, really I fun. really liked that, and I liked yep. that in the previous movies. Yes, the ones where like we're seeing Kylo Ren and Rey as like two sides of the same coin, mm-hmm. or whatever they call it in this movie, like a dyad. It's of a the dyad. Force or something. Yes. Um, that they're like they have this link because they are like they have a yin yang. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I, I really liked that, and then. They end it in kind of the most predictable way instead of like ending it in a... But I did like, I liked how, again, a lot of fan fiction explores the dyad. A lot of fan fiction explores the being in the force bond, like that it keeps growing and you're able to touch things across. So I loved it when he yanked out the necklace and was able to pull it into his. So you're like, ooh, you know, one of the fight scenes, they're going to do something with this. Right. So that was kind of like a fun moment. Yeah. I think if I only saw like Kylo Ren and Rey... If I saw an edit, which was just, you know, the 10 minutes that they're together on screen, I would be okay with this. <laughs> if we're still talking about things that we liked, there were yeah. really cool set pieces. There were cool action sequences. There was, like, a nice <laughs> space battle. There was, like, there was lots of Star Wars-y-ness yeah, yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. I like we got, we did get some um, more exploration into, like, the powers of the Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, with the Force healing. Yep. Um, with... Um, kind of this like animal like kindred thing that um, when they fall into like the underground pits the underground tunnels uh um, and there's like that like weird serpent creature um, and like Ray is able to kind of like calm it and And then heal it yeah and so you're like okay who's gonna get force healed at the end of this movie you know it's like (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Chekhov's force (laughs) force (laughs) healing 
But I, I, yeah, I really like that too. And again, and that's why I think too, um, again, more of the exploration into the middle area of the force would have been really great because we see Ray using, um, you know, like the force lightning. And we also see um, Kylo using uh, force healing. Mm -hmm. And so we get these moments of like each one using like, force powers that are like you know typically considered to be on the opposite end of their spectrum mm-hmm. yeah. oh, and right. so That's like a nice reversal that yeah. would have been great to see that kind of come together a little bit more and i it felt like that was going to happen like that's what i was really hoping for at um watching the last shot it was that they would both kind of like be like okay ray would be like okay luke i this is not like what i what feel I want, yep. this is not how i this yep. is not me mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, Kylo would, you know, separate himself from Snoke and they would kind of come together mm-hmm. and both like mm-hmm. kind of realize like this yes. kindredness. Yes. Yes. And, and the dyad and, yeah. would be complete. They would both find the gray. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I was hoping for in Last Jedi, which uh I was I wouldn't say I was necessarily like fully disappointed in, but was just kind of like, okay, I guess we're just gonna keep doing this. <laughs> you mean that where they kiss and then he flops over dead? <laughs> it's not the compl- complexity of that the world isn't all white and all black, and in fact it's but, shades of gray. <laughs> even though it was kind of predictable and kind of like fan servicey, I did like um Sith Ray when she was in the cave from mm-hmm. Empire. Yep. Oh my god, that <laughs> lightsaber was amazing. Yes. Like, uh, like, like Sith Ray's yes. lightsaber, and it's like the Sith Ray aesthetic was so badass. Yes. Yeah. If you yeah. want to find more images around that, look for Dark Ray. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just giving everyone a bunch of Google search terms to, to explore. But yeah, I was a little bit disappointed with that, where you don't learn that much more than you do in the trailer, right? Like she's got the awesome lightsaber, which again, the idea that I don't know, like. The previous movie ends with her lightsaber being broken, the kyber crystal is split in two, and then somehow, magically, Leia heals it or something, reforms it before the movie starts or something. Anyway, but in that one, you see that that was what a lot of fans were hoping for, is that it would be each kyber crystal separately and gone to the dark side. So that's why you have that double, which is so badass. And she looks so hot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, speaking of Leia... um... Yeah, that was that was a, a feat of editing right there. Well, so I <laughs> let's talk about this. <laughs> I really this whole thing of I mean, and I'm sure like there were limitations in what they you know had already filmed and in what they were able to portray, um, because it would have been so nice to see some of the actual training that like Leia was doing with <laughs> Ray. And again, this is all under the, you know, presumption that there was a lot that they weren't able to do, you know, considering Carrie Fisher's death. But um, it seemed like they filmed a lot, quite a bit, like, before that happened. And so uh, I would have loved to see more of Leia actually using the Force outside of that one moment where we see, oh, she's actually, like, really proficient. And we (laughs) understand that because we know that, you know, the Skywalker bloodline, you know, all of that stuff... Um, and we get like that one little cutscene moment where we go to the past and we have de-aged Luke that and Leia. like deep fake oh. with like <laughs> with Leia and, like training uh, and uh, I just I, I there was a kind of like a feeling of 
like emptiness to like Leia yeah. in this one. Yeah. I honestly, like when I watched The Last Jedi the first time, with her constantly talking about the next generation of like Force users or the next generation of the Rebellion, um, I honestly think it would have been uh, an interesting move to have her be the one who did like the uh, kamikaze like uh uh-huh. yep. like starship strike instead of Lord yeah, Lord. yeah. Uh, a, a, as a way to kind of like her legacy would be in that moment of like officially passing things down mm-hmm. because it just felt kind of hollow in this one and i i wanted more from like leia uh, well, well the hollowness and, might be lit that they just it's all reused footage it's footage yeah. from like previous movies that they just edited into this one yeah but see and like it, that's like i seriously give my like video students that's their first job is to recut existing footage right or cut a character into or out of a scene and all of that right so like it's not that hard to do and it's not that hard to do emotionally well it's that nothing in leia's arc emotionally pays off right like she's able to help ben and then dies of sadness or whatever right and, that, and she like dies off screen yeah and like we just come back and like oh Leia's dead. Yep. Like, and and then and then now we're on to the next plot point, right? There's yeah. no like that that to me for like I guess one of the things as like the little kid in me fan is so mad about is that I didn't care that Leia died. Like I didn't yeah, it, care. Yeah, it didn't it didn't really hit as as much as I feel like again having that moment of her entire arc in the last movie being mm-hmm. yeah we're and I, we're going to pass on. The, the torch. The, the torch. No, no, the baby boomers must hold on. The baby boomers <laughs> must hold on. This is their story, okay? I don't know what your problem is. So, yeah. Baby boomer uh, emperor. Baby boomer Leia. Baby yeah, that Luke, was just... Baby, baby boomer Han. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, and Han. Uh, I mean, so there... Like, I, I saw, like, some people online talking about how um, Han, like, forgave, like, Kylo. And it was, like... No, it was very. They, they, he says in the movie that it was just a memory. Yes, of that's Han. the thing because when, like, when Han showed up, I was like, if Han shows up as a fucking force ghost, I'm gonna be yes. so <laughs> pissed off. And he's like, but then he says, no, I'm a memory, and he, he's not like, like filtery, like blue. he's a force, like yeah. he's not all blue like a force ghost. And so I was like, okay, whatever. It was literally just him he's, in his he's head, just like Han in his head. But then they have to make it fan servicey and annoying by saying like Kylo says dad and then he says I know yeah and that was the thing of Which like the I love you I know because yeah. That, yeah and I think that that was kind of like um the the quote-unquote justification of oh well you know well Kylo like killed his father he's a monster and I saw people online like well his Han forgave him like and it's like no he forgave himself in yeah. his own mind. <laughs> he forgave himself in his own mind for like killing his father, and uh, and I'm and I'm sure like you know had you know there actually been you know some force ghosts, they, they still probably would have played it the same way. But I I just don't get that thing of like him being redeemed by like helping in the last minute, and then that means that this romance is deserved. Is okay. But, but, but like, was the redemption of Darth Vader any better in well, Return of the Jedi? Because, like, Darth Vader gets redeemed in the last, like, five minutes of the third movie. Yeah, but he's redeemed in a way that's, like, not 
it didn't feel creepy because he wasn't like <laughs> there's no like, Romo. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like Han is forgiven and therefore like gets to have this romance with this other character. <laughs> Just like it's like no, he's forgiven and he dies, and not even forgiven. Like he redeems himself he, he redeems in a way that like is self sacrificial, yeah. uh, and doesn't really have an impact on anyone like outside of his own and, and he body. removes like, the like the machine part of himself like at the end he's like i want to look at you with my own oh, eyes nice. yeah. yeah and so like yes like that like forgiveness is like for luke and his father and is something that like we he never is like i forgive you dad <laughs> 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 So I don't. Yeah, I, I think it's it was definitely different in in the fact that you when you add a romantic element into it of like a main character who has been like tortured, kidnapped, and abused by this character yeah. throughout the entire like this entire trilogy, and now at the end like they like come together and like this like kiss. It just it just felt weird and off to me. It didn't feel well. Like, it's it, he's, it, it it's, wasn't he's, earned. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> it's also he's a war criminal, right? Yeah. So the idea that you would have your romantic, redeemed lead, uh, be a war criminal, you have to do a lot of work to get the audience to believe and trust that. Oh yeah, people in my people in the theater that, in the show that I was at like audibly groaned but, yeah. when they when like Ray and uh, Kylo yeah. kissed. Yeah, <laughs> and and again the Raylo fans and I follow and read also groaned because how do you how is it okay to kiss this war criminal right there's no exploration of that there's no exploration exploration of the gray there's no emotional payoff for it right like i there was there was um like i'm sure i, I want to speak for all Raylos, but there are some like squeal like yeah, it happened yay it's canon which i'm happy about but at the same time it was so unearned and so unemotional yeah right that like what does forgiveness actually look like this was an opportunity to have something about forgiveness and mercy yeah instead we have a kiss and a death flop <laughs> <laughs> I just I, um, I, I, there was there was one other thing I liked. Yeah. Can I jump in about my one other thing that I liked? <laughs> this is such a tiny detail, but there's one point uh, I'd have to watch it again. But where um, Kylo and Ray are fighting, and of course J.J. Abrams lens flares come in, right? And so Kylo's lens flare looks like the ones from Star Trek and all the other movies, where it's this like crisp, clean, like hot pink lens flare or something. The cutaways, the reverse shots, are of Ray are really cool where the lens flare is uh, treated digitally to look like 70s style lens flare and it has this like little thatching in it as a little callback to the original series and so I really that was a moment where I was like ah oh, finally a nice visual touch right <laughs> like it's so light it's not fan service it's just a little rosy glowing hint back to the other movies that's purely visual no, not not hitting you over the head with it that, yeah. yeah yeah i'm not but i really I, that was quite lovely i also liked um richard e grant i don't know why he was necessary but i love him um, was he he was the general like the who replaces um, hux oh okay. who replaces donald yep. Wilson. who by the way uh, there was a crowd reaction like a crowd laugh like a crowd reaction when donald gleason was like i'm the spy and i'm like no oh, no fucking no. way yeah. like you, you uh, like nobody saw this coming from the very first it's stupid <laughs> like, frame it, of this movie that he stupid. was the spy right and then again talking about mercy and redemption and things that could happen nope i don't know within a minute and a half he's dead 
Yeah. Poo. He's the only like, person who doesn't like, rise, oh, by the way. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> doesn't rise. He's the spy. Like, um, like anybody who's paying attention knows he's the spy. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. But that said, uh, so Richard E. Grant was not necessary, but I liked him. Yeah, he, he, was also, good. he also was amazing in a, another film this year called um, Can't You Forgive Me with Melissa McCarthy. It's her first like, uh, yeah, non comedic It's been really highly good. recommended to me. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're both fantastic in it. Okay, so that ends the things I liked. <laughs> okay, so wh- where do we want to go to next? Um, we were, this might have been off mic, but we were talking about like, um, somebody said like Carrie Russell's character. Yes. And, yep. and I was like, I, I liked that character, but at first, because it's just the voice, at first I was like, is that Felicia Day? Uh. And then I was like, oh, oh, maybe it's not Felicia Day. Maybe it's Karen Gillian. I don't know why I mm-hmm. was, my mind was going to like niche, geeky, like redheaded actresses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that tells you something about me. Yep. <laughs> Dude, keep telling. Keep telling. Let me write this down. It was Carrie Russell. I'm like, of course it's Carrie Russell. This is J.J. Abrams. Yeah. <laughs> and just, if, if none of you, like, if, some of you are younger and you don't remember this. Just look up the thing of like Felicity and when Felicity cut, cut her, her hair, hair and the world lost its fucking <laughs> mind. <laughs> like, I also, uh, they really tried so hard to like make Poe like heterosexual. Oh, like he's the, so like, they hetero. Really well, but it's just like the, the chemistry that him and Poe ha- or him and Finn have yeah. Yeah. is just like so palpable in yes. like every scene, like yes. every look. And it's been like, um, like Oscar Isaac has like in interviews multiple times has been like, no, I wanted this to be a romance. Like mm-hmm. I wanted this like intimacy and I wanted it to go further. And he literally said the Disney overlords wouldn't let it yeah. happen. And I was just like, wow. I was like, he's like, he's like off the, he's like done. He's, he's like, done, he's yep. fucking over he's it. Script. And he's, he's tired like, of it. Nice. And I was just like, uh, oh God, I forgot who, but someone on Twitter was like saying, I've never seen like a straight man like want to be like homosexual yeah. so much. And I was just like, you love it. And I'd be just, so mad. Yeah. <laughs> and we all wanted it because we of like, like that chemistry is so no from the first like like scene that they're in together it's like you get this like moment and it's like they're talking like he's talking about how they're like on set and he's like like the first moment he's like says like describes him as like being like butt to butt and it's like (laughs) and it's just like yeah you can tell that they like both like in character and as actors like just like have this like really really like amazing chemistry Mm -hmm. and the fact that, like, yeah, Disney just refused to, no like, homo. explore that in any way was just, like, so disappointing. And then in this one where they're, like, he's, like, can I get a kiss? And, and, yeah. can, I get a, can I kiss you, like, to, like, Carrie Russell's character, like, in every other, like, scene that they're in together? It's just so obvious. And, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, so exhausting of, like... Disney just being like, no, you have to be straight. It's just like, you, you have, have to, to be, be straight. super, super, <laughs> yeah. super duper John Wayne yeah. <laughs> level. Yeah. And it's like, we, we can have, we can have, we buy. We can't, we can't. And I mean, that, la- that last yeah. hug with like uh, yep. Finn and Poe and Ray was just like, mm. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Straight. Let's, let's, let's make yeah. sure okay. we have to put Ray into that hug. No, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Finn and Poe and Ray, like that last hug was just like, we're just like, yeah. The badge it's really important that Ray's in the middle. <laughs> I mean, I don't think any of them would mind Ray being no, in the middle. No, I don't think and, so either. I don't I think mean, Ray I'm, sure, I'm sure they rotate. I'm sure, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's plenty, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of like, yeah, cycling through that. 
again, there is a lot of fan fiction about this if people want to read it. I think at this point we're talking about slash fiction. Yes. Yeah, well, no, I mean, you know, yep. we've got the dyad of the force in the triad yes. of Ray, Poe, and Finn. There we go. And that means Kylo somehow sometimes gets pulled in. That's part of their dyad. Oh. Oh, yay. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> just one note that I have here. We've already talked about it multiple times, but when it first was revealed, I wrote, You're a Palpatine, Harry! Okay. Let's see. Uh, the Knights of Ren. Yeah. That, that was... They were... There, but, yeah, th- <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that was a thing that was established in a different movie, and then is in this movie. <sighs> yeah, we, this is again so much unfulfilled. Like again, yep. we don't really get any idea of the first order of like kind of like their motivation, their like strategy, other than like let's just go and blow up some shit. Yeah, like which um, again when you are like the empire like within like the original trilogy when you are like the empire and you have like a firm like grip on like the galaxy (laughs) as it is known like and you do something like blow up alderaan it's Mm -hmm. like this like show of power it's a show of like force it's like hey yeah we're in charge we will not like permit dissent it's we blow up alderaan right after we dissolved the senate right after like no we are now like totally a dictatorship we have dissolved like any bastion of like democracy within this universe like yeah yeah. this one it just feels like look at me look at me (laughs) take me seriously take me I demand to be taken seriously (laughs) like it it, it just feels like this like like this like juvenile like 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 yeah just like that teenage boy who just like wants to like shove his dick in everything and like destroy everything and it's just like none of that like really makes sense if you're like trying to like Rule gain thing. control yes. because they don't have control like they 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 have like their little pocket that they like have secured but if they're trying to expand it's all of these like like dick swinging moves are just like you're just destroying people who could potentially be uh not necessarily allies, allies but, but close like to it, but yeah. yeah or like uh, like you're just destroying things that are just like potential like resources for you and it just yeah the first order just doesn't like really make sense for me throughout the this entire trilogy they never really like congeal in a way no. uh and like the whole thing with like the power um like the the power structure constantly fluctuating just kind of makes it seem more like sloppy in terms of like what they're doing and the only character we know outside of kylo ren from the first order is hux right that's the only other character we really even know so when they're like we have a spy it's like okay well it's gonna be the only character we know right (laughs) (laughs) boo but yeah so but like going back to your point the idea that okay great so the universe is saved from Palpatine. So what happens now? Like, do they form a democratic government? Is there going to be an electoral college? Like, what happens to all those first <laughs> order ships, right? The first order still exists. It's well, not the, like that those, went away. All those Star Destroyers were destroyed. Uh-huh. But they, the first order still exists. Yeah, but the first order still has, like, a fleet 
out yeah, there somewhere. out there somewhere, right? So the, the and amount Richard of, E. Grant is still out there, right? Right, and so the amount of kind of unresolved, like where is this going? Who's going to is Poe now in charge of everything? Uh, I think Lando well, should be in charge. I think it's Poe and Lando Finn. should definitely <laughs> be in charge. Well, it's Poe and Je- Poe and Finn because they're generals together. Yeah. It's like their whole thing of like, yeah, let's yeah. let's, and it's like you just you just know they wanted to say husbands. Like, I you know. Just, you, can just, you can just feel it and like that. Like, just say it. <laughs> uh, and what's Ray? Uh, what's uh, uh, Ray going to do without the other half of her dyad for like the rest of her life? Well, and see, this is a th- oh god. Sorry. <laughs> well, and this is why like the whole bloodline thing. I just I still don't like it. Like it could have been like I guess maybe she could go out and find other younglings or something. Start I don't know academy. something, but like Start more Jedi. But this yeah, is why. Okay, so right. I've been playing she the died. Sorry, um, she died. Jedi Fallen died. Order game, oh. which is oh my god. Such an amazing story, such a great game, such a, a like a fantastic plot of a Star Wars story. Nice. Um, and it's like about um, Cal Restis, who's like uh, right after like Order sixty six. Yeah, right down. after Order sixty six, and like you, you're a youngling who like escapes, right? Yeah, yeah. and ah. so he's been in hiding, but then he like discovers. Um, like, or he, like, accidentally, like, reveals himself to be a Jedi, like, when he saves someone's life with the Force. Um, and then he, like, is on the run, and he ends up, like, having to, like, find this holocron that has, like, the names of, like, all of, like, these younglings. Right, and, like, something sense. like that, I feel like, would have been, like, a great... I feel like, do, like, the Palpatine thing, get it out of the way, like, because it, it's the first five minutes of the movie, we have the Palpatine thing. Yeah. And I feel like if that had just had ended as quickly as it started, that would have been great. And so if the I rest just of the left movie, the movie... Yeah, and then the rest of the movie be like, oh, hey, like, but I guess that's not, like... <sighs> this is, like, the thing about, like, I don't know what people want out of Star Wars. Like, I don't like, because everyone wants something different. There's like, and this is what this movie is showing is that like, when you try to please everyone, you just end up like with this like weird slapdash. Like, yeah, yeah, you end up with something (laughs) that's like put together with scotch tape. Yeah. Cause this doesn't feel like the end of a saga. It just feels like another Star Wars movie with like random things happening. And it would have been great to have like, again, like some, indication of like what the next steps are of like where these characters are going from here uh because like yeah, as you said it just kind of ends with like all right we killed palpatine yeah it doesn't feel like the end of a saga like it's it, it's leftovers like it, yeah. it, it it's not the like dessert that is like gonna finish off your whole meal this is like the leftovers that you put in the microwave and like they're they're, they're the leftovers they're, that you it, put it, in the you, microwave if you liked that meal before like sure you're gonna get it again you're yeah gonna, you're gonna get, yeah. Some, you're you're gonna get, get some more of that meal you're gonna get some more of that meal and it's gonna <laughs> and be it, via it's, it's, reddit gonna, it's not haters. going to be as good because it's reheated in the microwave but it's gonna be the same thing yeah kind of yeah and that's again that's why i felt like a lot of this movie was just like I wrote Deus Ex everything. Yeah. It's just yes. like it's just like how do we get to the next plot point? Oh, this thing just shows up and yeah. here we go. Here we go. Here we go to the next so, thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're in a bind. Oh, well, here's the here's the thing. Yeah, like, oh, like, we have this insurmountable fleet. Oh, Lando's here and he's got like thousands of ships with him. Yeah. Like, yep. Oh, we've got. <laughs> we like, can shoot yeah. off the dick cannons. Yeah. The nine people dying and coming back to life in this movie drives me insane. Chewie <laughs> dies off screen, then comes right back. Uh, C-3PO has his memory wiped and most of it comes back. Carrie Russell dies off screen because she's on the planet, but then she comes back, right? She's not on the planet that blows up. Endless, endless, right? Ren, Ren dies and comes back and then dies again. 
Or maybe he just dies and or maybe he just comes. No, he's like mortally He's, he's, he's mortally wounded. wounded. He's mortally wounded, wounded but he's then, not yeah. dead. Because, yeah, yeah, I think Ray likes. Force, Ray Force, force heals, heals him. him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then Ray right, dies and then comes back. The Palpatine was dead, now isn't dead. Then he rides. Uh, <laughs> then Luke and Leia are there as Force goes. And then the memory upon. Like, come on, how many dead people have to come back? Right? Yeah. Like, I felt like in some ways, Kylo and Ray. And, and Finn and Poe were not the main protagonists of the story, right? If The Force Awakens was all about setting off this new cast of characters and we're going to watch them do stuff. Yeah, no, no, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> also, yeah. so in that scene where they're like on Exegol and they're um, going to try and like destroy like the navigation satellite, but then they like reroute the signal to like one of the Star Destroyers. Why wouldn't they still just destroy the satellite? Because it's still there for the still there, to, which they never go back to. But I'm like, it's still there. Like they could have just rerouted that signal back to the satellite that they originally were going to. I think by this point in the movie, I had pretty much uh, Jedi mind tricked myself into just not paying attention to the final <laughs> twenty minutes because I was like, yes, the Knights of Ren are here finally. Oh, and now they're all dead. <laughs> you know, it was really, really fast. Not very exciting. I have a bunch of tiny little, like, super nerd picky things if you want me to do those. Oh, well, I mean, I feel like we should talk about... Before we get... We'll just get into the end of this. Because oh, the ending. The very last thing is Ray goes back to Tatooine. Uh, uh... And she, like, buries the lightsabers. And... As she's doing that, someone like comes by on like a little. And, but she's creature. burying lightsabers right by Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru's yes. old moisture Aunt farm. Beru. Yeah, and someone comes by and like, oh, no one's been here for ages. Oh, who are you? She's like, <laughs> Ray. Ray, who? Ray Skywalker. Yeah, but, but before she's a Skywalker, we have to see the Force ghosts of Luke and Leia <laughs> smiling down at her. Which just. Uh, and this is, again would have been like so great to go back to again another chance to just say okay we can just have this be like not have to deal with the whole bloodline yeah. thing we can just say oh I'm just Ray that would have been why can't she just be Ray why that would have been amazing be- uh, like that would have just been great of like her just being like I'm going to shed the past mm-hmm. I'm going to move into the future and we're going to move again beyond the Skywalker saga because this is supposed to be the close of the Skywalker saga. No, it's the Palpatine <laughs> saga. It's the Palpatine saga, right? That this movie makes it the Palpatine saga. And it just, uh, it was, yeah, that last thing was just like the last little like twist of the Knife. screw of like, just like we could have just had it just be like this open thing of like, oh yeah, no, anyone can wear the mask, you know, like anyone can, you know, be strong in the force because we had that kid at the last, uh, at the end of the last Jedi where it's like, yeah, these are the things that like, I would like to see more of instead of like, oh, well, if you're not like a part of these two white Elite families, white <laughs> yeah, these two like yeah, these two yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. Hey we... guys, don't forget Mace Windu. <laughs> Come on, Mace Windu was a Jedi. <laughs> he was. He was. Yeah, he but... has one line in this movie. <laughs> but again, oh, like wait, but... that, there's still like, but it's still like this thing of like the only, the only way to be like as strong in the Force is to be a part of like yeah, these two to have blood inherited lines. it from yeah, it, and... it, it's ridiculous it, yeah it's... or i guess to be yoda but you know <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. but <laughs> yeah it, it was just yeah it, it was just it's uh, so disappointing yeah it's so disappointing yeah 
But yeah, um, what are your little what are your little notes? These are all super nerdy. So going back to uh, uh, Samuel Jackson, at least showing up the when they're having all the Jedi voices, you can do it, uh, Ray. Uh, why isn't Leia one of those voices? She's dead, right? Even in the trailer, they say, you know, may the force be with you always. But they have, and Leia is always in the trailer. In the movie, Luke says it. My colleague Rick pointed that one out. And also this other uh, little, oh, I'll get to that in a second. But um, Ahsoka's dead, right? That was uh, for folks who follow those pl plot lines. It was unclear. Uh, yeah, Ahsoka's dead. Um, and then on Octo, okay, we talked about this uh, when we did. Uh, uh, another Patreon, right? The Into Darkness versus Wrath of Khan and JJ's love of underwater ships. So we have the entire fleet underwater, just like we had the Enterprise. And then we also have uh, Luke's X-Wing rise, oh, yeah. which has been sitting underwater. Like, how is that ever going like to run? 30 years. For like 30 yeah. years. <laughs> and on top of that, Rick caught this eagle-eyed Rick that the door to... Um, uh, uh, Luke's hut is actually a big chunk of the X-Wing. So he's pulled the wing off the X-wing to make the door, and like, <laughs> and, then, and then it just flies, like it just flies, right? <laughs> so that that to me is one of those little like, oh come on, didn't you see the art direction in the previous movie? Come on, like in world. Well, makes yeah, some sense. I feel like yeah, JJ, despite him, I guess saying in an interview that this wasn't like a, uh, like a fuck you to the last Jedi, like. It's everything in this movie. Everything, everything in this movie says differently. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and and like while well, the boy with the broom in the stable at the end of the previous film, I, I'm surprised he didn't somehow retcon that kid too. Is he also a Palpatine, right? Just like, like someone shows up, like a bounty hunter shows up and just like shoots him in the head. Yeah. Like, All right, and next thing. Oh, it turns out the boy with the broom is actually Obi-Wan Kenobi's kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that the boy with the broom is this wonderful, whether intentional or not, I assume it's intentional because Ryan Johnson is thoughtful is the um, Star Wars meme of the kid with the broom in his um, uh, uh, garage that got so terribly trolled you know, oh, yeah. right that that this is like what's the word like justice for that kid right because he was so terribly bullied for it it's like nope nope you can have the force with the broom in the garage and you're there I can't, can't believe uh, JJ didn't fuck that one up <laughs> <laughs> make him be like I don't know a villain somehow yeah, uh, maybe everyone has the force now. Is that where? Well, oh yeah, yeah. Can we, we talk, talk about, about yeah, Finn? Because yeah, Finn uh, has moments of like force sensitivity in mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Um, which again, <sighs> again, where do we go from here? Because mm -hmm. these are these are all of these things that oh. What the fuck was Finn gonna say to Ray when they were sinking? That never gets nothing ever comes of that. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he says I have something to tell you, and then they make and, like and nine then, more references. And yeah. then Poe keeps bringing it back up. Yeah, and then we never yeah. nothing ever happens. <laughs> and that's supposed to be fun for us, I guess. <laughs> like, ooh, we get to wonder for years what that could be. Like this about. is again ooh. the ooh. end of the saga. Like it is ooh. okay to end a story. It is okay. <laughs> It is okay to resolve. To, to, yeah, to resolve a story. It is okay. I do, promise do, you. <laughs> I promise. Do you think in J.J. Abrams's mind, the like what what uh, Finn was going to say to Ray was like, oh, this will be like um, Lost in Translation. Like, what did Bill yes. Murray whisper to Scarlett Johansson? Oh, like, you'll never. What's know. the case? Like in, in, the, Pulp yeah, Fiction. in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I mean, it's been said like definitively that it wasn't going to be something like I love you. That's been said that it wasn't going to be that, which is just like oh, opens up a whole nother can of worms of like, well, what the fuck was he going to say? I have the force. 
But. <laughs> Boo. Uh, yeah, like, Boo. again, like, see, again, seeing something that would have, like, indicated, again, back to what Leia was talking about of this next generation, like, mm-hmm. where they're going from here, like, Ray like starting to train Finn or like them going out on the next like to find next more mission. force sensitive going find like, Grim Boy yeah, yeah. Any, any of these things would have been like fantastic because Ray can sense Chewbacca in a Star Destroyer from the ground but then somehow can't sense where he is once they're actually on the ship that was the whole other thing but like this whole thing of like like this force sensitivity like would have been like oh yeah that would have been great to like yeah let's go out and explore the galaxy as a team and like find more force sensitive I would I I, I love that vision okay I like that ending that's gonna be the ending in my head now right (laughs) that Kylo Ren is just kind of still around or something he's gonna spend like 25 years uh, like redeeming himself through some sort of uh, like tribunal work right tribunal (laughs) meanwhile Ray and Finn and Poe are off having fun adventures looking for force sensitive kids I think you just thank you thank you you just rewrote fixed it for me (laughs) Jedi mind myself into that that is how it ends that is how it ends (laughs) it was such a good movie it ended so well (laughs) okay well yeah Uh, do you have any more notes I have Uh, my last one was like the one time that I did write down fuck you movie was a um, (laughs) like just total fan service thing where uh, Maz gives Chewie a medal and says the princess wanted you to have this medal I was like alright (laughs) <laughs> yeah, fine. Fuck you, movie. As, as, were they? Well, at least they weren't on Yavin Four while she was. Yeah, at least they're the on Yavin, and also that, that also may, actually makes it worse that yes. they're on Yavin and yes. like she gives him gives Chewie a medal. It's like okay. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, everybody's going, been asking for yeah, it. Yeah, so. and going back to resolving things, you're resolving that, but not all the other plot lines. There are endless plot holes in this. It's just, it's painful to watch. Like, it's a terribly made movie. Um, and that's, I guess, I mean, not that any of the Star Wars movies are really known for being, you know, f- phenomenal examples of uh, um, filmmaking, of, of kind of, you know, craft uh, or storytelling, and it can be convoluted and clunky at times. But this one just is unfun and panders to a particular type of toxic fan base that I find like yeah. inexcusable. Well, so oh. <laughs> speaking of Chewie, uh-huh. uh, so I saw this, um, I saw this yesterday uh, and it was uh, David Mann on Twitter who posted it and it says, uh, Chewbacca disagrees with the First Order's social policies, but is a fiscal conservative. Is the <laughs> caption, and, because, and it comes from, uh, I guess, uh, I'm assuming like the visual guide for the uh, for the movies, uh, and so it says uh, Chewbacca under Chewbacca his description. Uh, having spent more than two centuries witnessing the rise and fall of darkness in the galaxy, Chewbacca remains decidedly apolitical. His focus is always his family, whether related by blood or by the bonds of friendship. Human lifespans are much shorter, shorter yep. than those of Wookiees, and Chewie has had to say goodbye to many humans over the course of his long life, but he carries their spirit with him. Heartened by the knowledge that his companionship has enriched their lives to some degree, Chewie's honor family now encompasses Ray, Poe, and Finn, for each of these new generation heroes have meant so much to Han and Leia. And so it's like mm-hmm. decidedly apolitical when like literal like 
space Nazis exist. Yep. It's like, why would, I mean, and that's fucking canon now. Yeah. Like, that's, like, Chewie is, like, a fucking libertarian. Yeah. <laughs> but he's thinking about Han and Leia and Rey yeah, every, yeah. every life day. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Like, you know, but both sides, you know, like, you know, like, yeah. you know. But, like, very the, fine people on both yeah, sides. Yeah, you know, like, you know. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're like, the, rep, the rebels have, you know, people. killed a lot of people, people you know. They, <laughs> there are a lot of good people on both sides of Charlottesburg. It's true. It's so ridiculous. Like, why would you do that? Like, <laughs> the, the only other notes I wrote were um, before the movie started because I saw it at the Alamo and mm-hmm. they, they show like pre roll yep. things. Um, my favorite thing was that, like somebody talking about like the Millennium Falcon, it's like a very fast ship, but it's also a piece of junk. So, like, the Millennium Falcon is a 1992 Ford Taurus. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like still running somehow. It's, like, it's still running, you know, yeah. like good bones on this car. <laughs> Like I've swapped out a lot of parts. Like we got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice, nice. I, there were two trailers that I took note of. One is the the live action Mulan, which for some reason does not appear to be a musical. Well, no, yeah. There's uh, that's been a lot of. Uh, I I think a lot of that comes with like Chinese criticism. So from what I've heard, like there's part of the reason is like part of the thing is like they had to take out the dragon because of there's like yeah, symbology it's, it's of a like phoenix now. of like yeah, yeah there's like symbology of like the of the dragon within Chinese that does not that is not what it was not what it means in America or like what it was represented in the original movie, um, and this is like obviously like going to be huge in China, um, right? And so I mean, I kind of get it, and I was actually like. Um, I was actually like really oh, enjoyed the trailer. Uh, of like, the live action remakes so far, Mulan's trailer is the one where it's like, oh, I actually kind of want to see that one. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, like they have like a like a, a witch in there now who's like, yeah, uh, yeah. That one, I, I'm kind of excited for it. And, and then there was a trailer where I was like, how has nobody had this idea before? This is so cool, but free guy. Where oh, is that Ryan Reynolds? Yes. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. Uh, video game NPCs yep. like come to life. Yeah, within the video game, I was like, that sounds really cool. Yeah, that looks fun. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah, like a little Wreck It Ralph, um, but like more adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. so I guess I guess my takeaway from this movie is that if like if at least in the prequels, there were some not very thinly veiled criticisms of Bush era politics, right? Like of the Bush administration specifically. My takeaway from this movie is that, you know, being in a toxic fandom is the winner. The trolls win. The trolls win. <laughs> well, it's it's decidedly apolitical, which is <laughs> which is its own political is, stance again, yeah. and highly problematic. Yeah, which yes. again, which is yeah, yeah. when, when you... <laughs> at a time when like globally fascism is on the rise, uh, when we have a franchise that is about like yep. a resistance fighting fascism. Yeah. yeah, when you um, yeah when you yeah redeem a war criminal. Yeah. with like a romantic interest with it's a kiss just, and that's it yeah like oh this is like every fucking movie that's like uh a young white supremacist falls in love with like yep. a, a black girl and like somehow like their love like heals him and it's just like there's Oof. there's way too many movies like that or like yes. or like uh like a group of like there's one that's like a group of like black like a black church like 
takes in like a white supremacist who's like gone against like some like his like Nazi group or whatever like that and it's like shit like that where it's just like no 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 stop it no (laughs) just no we're not going to heal the Nazis with love and hugs like it's it's not how it fucking works and all that does is like fucking send out this horrible message like and perpetuates this fucking like uh, ideology that like people who are oppressed like should just like be nicer like people who are oppressed should just like be the like you know be the uh the bigger person or whatever and it's just like all that does is fucking get more of us killed (laughs) that's all that that's That's... literally all that fucking does this like the whole respectability politics of like oppression is is such bullshit and i'm really just sick of like it being all over media of like oh yeah yeah just we'll heal them with love it's like no. Well, just like he <laughs> heals Kylo. Yeah, like just yeah. no. That that's not how any of this works. She was tortured and abused by him. Like, yeah. so there's absolutely no reason for her to like fall in love with him or whatever the fuck that was by in this movie. <laughs> <sighs> okay, end yeah. rant. <laughs> yes, no, but it's a good rant, and that's. I mean, that's why. Like a day after the movie, I was sobbing, right? Because I was like, this is the message of this movie, right? That. at least I mean as terrible as the prequels were there was a particular kind of uh, criticism of ongoing contemporary politics the politics here are yeah again it's the make make Star Wars great again right Uh, Lissai uh, do you have stats for this? I do have stats. Oh, I have um, recommendations. Do we want to do well, stats, stats first? We'll do stats in the, okay. So it, it has a uh, 7.0 on IMDb. It has a 54 on Metacritic. It has a 55% Rotten Tomatoes and an 86% Audience Tomatoes. So what does that tell you? That uh, the 54 and the 55 are probably the more right ones. Uh, but I mean, I get it. And that's the thing is... Because it is this entire thing is fan service, so if they're the people that are enjoying the movie, uh, it's because it's specifically designed for like everyday Star Wars fan to want this movie to enjoy this movie. Um, again, and I can understand like the critical reception as well because as a piece of film as as something in terms of like filmmaking it's a hot mess <laughs> in terms of the plot yeah, it's a hot it's, mess like, it's, like, it is like narratively a hot mess yeah it and jumps the, all over and the like the people critiqued you know or kind of shat on um, the return of the Jedi for having Ewoks and like having this kind of silly ending um, this but at least it had an internal logic and it made sense within itself this as you said uh, Colin is a total narrative mess with really really problematic politics at its heart yep uh, yeah that's unfortunate <laughs> um, that's why I was crying the day after read I saw Saga. <laughs> read Saga read Saga read Saga yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's get into some recommendations. What have you got for us, Tara? Okay. So, um, I was trying to think of if you didn't like this movie, (laughs) 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 here are ways to spend two and a half hours of your time that you might be, might enjoy. So, uh, you can Google this. It's an article called weaponizing the haters, um, which is an academic article. Just uh, beware, um, about how, perhaps postulate uh putting forth the idea that all of the hate the fan hate about uh the last jedi uh sorry yeah the last jedi might actually be 50 percent bots 
and use the same tactics that were used in the 2016 election, right? So that Disney listened to the Russian bots to uh, formulate the end of Star Wars. So that's an interesting thing. Um, I would say uh, Jenny Nicholson is about to post in the next couple of days her takedown video of this movie, uh, which I think is probably gonna be the same length as the movie. <laughs> I think it's gonna be at least two hours. So that will be fun, entertaining. She'll get into all the really nitty gritty nerdy stuff that we didn't really do in this, right? But be able to, she will she will tear this plot to bits. I can already tell. Um, I, again, if you want to look at Fix It, fix. Uh, there's a ton on um, uh, Archive of Our Own. And then lastly, this is, I will just recommend my favorite Raylo. And this is why, is because it does the gray and it does the war crime. So it is written by a woman who survived uh, and lived through the Yugoslav Wars of the 90s. Um, so it takes the Star Wars universe and plops it into this historical reality. And that kind of does two different things. One is that it makes the body count mean something because it it's not just this abstract thing that Kylo's a villain. Nope, he's actually committing genocide, right? Um, and the story begins with her, with Kylo on trial on TV for his war crimes, right? And then it's all told in flashback of how she meets him when she's a, like about 14 and their kind of love that, like how do you love a monster? So all of that complexity, how do you forget, what does forgiveness look like? What does it mean to love someone who, is problematic, all set in historical realism of the things she experienced during the war. So it is so well done. It's called He Wraith, I think. It's a Welch title, which means a nostalgia or a longing for a past that maybe never was, which is a lovely way of thinking about Star Wars, right? <laughs> um, but basically, if you just Google Raylo and Yugoslavia, it's the first thing that comes up. He Wraith, H I. R-E-A-T-H, I think. Um, but it's really, it, it does all of the things that we want that, you know, that Craig, you were talking about in terms of like, how do you resolve this? And so it does it with historic, with kind of um, uh, historical bent. That's really smart and great. Awesome. And it's also uh, pretty steamy. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. Yep. Those are my recommendations for two and a half hours not watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything, Colin? Um, I've taken a recommendation from Craig and I've started listening to Never Seen It, the podcast where comedians um, make up the plots to movies that they've never seen, mm -hmm. but they also play lots of really fun um, movie trivia games, the best of which being guess what movie Kyle's dad is describing, having only seen the trailer <laughs> and knowing nothing about the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, if you see this movie at the Alamo Draft House, um, I recommend getting the Resistance, a specialty cocktail that was mm. made for this film, which ties into my real recommendation, um, which is Neat, the Boozecast, which is a uh, weekly podcast about the history of different cocktails, about different alcohols. It's um, in the McElroy Smurl Empire of Podcasts. It has two queer hosts, mm. and it has a... Um, video companion so for each episode there will be a youtube video mm. where they make a specialty cocktail based on whatever um libation they are using that week oh that's that awesome. sounds great yeah. that sounds lovely neat neat like, with an exclamation point like the booze like cast I, like i want it yeah, I want as, my in, as in my drink neat yeah. with no s yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah neat nice. the booze cast all right i like my drinks neat so i think yeah. i might like this all right, what you got? Awesome. Uh, I will recommend, um, well, first, Watchmen. Um, whew, Is it good? I haven't started watching it. Yeah, um, like, 
maybe the best first season of a show I've ever seen. Really? Uh, At least in like recent memory. Like, Uh, like, it's so good. I I, Um, I was so wary because of the Zack Snyder movie. (laughs) No, it is nothing like that. And um, it's like a part of it is because uh, I think after that, the creator or like one of the main writers for Watchmen has like, made it explicitly clear that he doesn't want any direct adaptation of the original comic. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, the show takes place, like, years after the mm. original comic ends. Um, and it's, like, all about this, like, uh, white supremacist cult that uh, has uh, taken on, like, the ideology of Warshak. Mm-hmm. Um, and... They are fighting against, like, the police who, like, all have to wear masks because um, there was, like, this huge attack where a bunch of, like, police officers were, like, found and, like, were, like, tracked to their homes and killed. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, like, all the police officers, like, wear masks now. Um, And Regina King is the lead in the show, and she is fucking phenomenal. Like... (sighs) Oh my god, like, I think I might have recommended this before and said that if this doesn't win an Oscar, like, I'm going to riot. Um, <laughs> well, it, it can or not an Emmy. Oscar, an Emmy, yeah. excuse me, yeah, sorry. Give it an Oscar, too, I don't know. Also, just go Give for it. Give it an Oscar, Fuck I don't it. care. Fuck Give it. it an EGOT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wins them all. Um, but yeah, it is amazing. Um, I will also recommend uh, Far Sector. Um, it is a DC comic um, written by uh, N.K. Jemison and with art by Jamal Campbell. Um, and it is uh, a part of, uh, it is about a, what are they called? Uh, the Green, she's a Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's working like in, it's called the Far Sector. It's kind of like the, you know, if we're talking in terms of Star Trek, it's kind of like the great beyond of like, you know. <laughs> or the, what's the Star Wars version of that? The Outer Bounds? Or I can't think of what it's called. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Way out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so essentially it's like, it's a murder mystery um, in space um, with a black woman as the main character. Uh, again, more more space with it's it's space just, with people just, of color. Yeah. <laughs> There's space in space with people <laughs> of color. Yeah, I just yeah, I'm so tired of like wondering why like no black people exist in the far future or like in space and everything. It's just annoying. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, the that's a really good one. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that sums up my recommendations. So yeah, check out Far Sector. Check out Watchmen. Read Saga for, like, really just what Star Wars could have been. Like, it's it's so just, like, wonderful. It's, like, queer. It's, like, got people of color in it. It is, like, everything. It's, it's, it's really just, like, one of the best, like, space things that's come out in quite a while. So, um, yeah, that sums up this episode. And you can find us online, social media, at IWITWT, and on Instagram at that same tag. We also have a website that is IWITWT.com. Please, please, please like, share, subscribe, leave reviews, five stars, tell us how much you like us. Please tell us how much you like us. We um, need your feedback. <laughs> we need your approval. Yeah, I mean, if you've gotten this far, um, 
as a Star Wars fan, I'm sure I feel like maybe you know there's there's some kindred energy there. Maybe maybe we're our own dyad within the Force. And oh, there we go. Yeah. Nice. And, and so yeah, just uh, let us know what you all right, thought. Triad. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, you can find both Colin and I individually. I am uh, on Twitter at Catharticus. I am at Colin Munch. And if you want Rayleigh suggestions, go ahead and email me. Tell me what you like, and I will email you back. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for listening. I think this is our first uh, episode of the new year, oh. the new ha- decade. Are we on the same channel? I like it when we're on no, the same we're, channel. No, we're not. We're, oh, we're but all, I like being it, on it the actually same does channel. work better when we're on different channels. We're all separate but equal. No, I want to be on the same channel. <laughs> oh, no, great. <laughs> <laughs> wow.